This is the World Industrial News for Wednesday, June 29th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part five of their podcast, Addressing Climate Change with the Internet of Things and AI. And so every time you put that kind of variability into the grid, you lower its efficiency, which is a different way to generate more greenhouse gases. So we have had cases where actually adding renewables increases greenhouse gas because it catches it right on the on the on the crest. So when you look at how to use software and intelligence and data, the really obvious place to use that is to start moving toward an aggregation of those behind the meter meter resources and actually make them more palatable to the power company, the grid by allowing them to be dispatched and allowing them to be of significance. So they don't have to talk to 10,000 homes, they can talk to one aggregator. Mm -hmm. There's in fact a new FERC order that that basically starts to open this up. So we're going to see more and more of this. Now that's a very complex mathematical question because you can't just uh, let everybody put their own control system on every building that sits outside the uh, outside the meter and expect to have any kind of coordinated response to disturbances. I was having lunch with our own uh, CEO of our ISO here in California, and someone asked him, "What what would you like to see most in the world?" And he immediately answered, "I'd like to see the building start to respond when I'm in trouble before I send any marketing signals out." So we're really getting down to where if you want to control down to the speed that the power systems need it, there's a trade-off between efficiency, intelligence, and, and the actual generation. To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. As governments wrestle with the idea of taxing windfall profits due to high oil prices, and as the U.S. federal government considers a holiday on gasoline taxes, governments in oil-producing states of the U.S., as well as countries abroad, are collecting record revenues from those same high prices. Texas, whose prolific Permian Basin leads the state in producing both record levels of oil and gas, reaped $666 million dollars in oil production taxes for the month of April, an all-time high record. That number is double the figure for the same month in 2021. Intel Corporation and other developers of big semiconductor plants in the U.S. are urging Congress to quickly greenlight $52 billion in funding to support those projects. Future expansion of Intel's massive semiconductor plant in New Albany, Ohio, is contingent on federal support funding, says the chipmaker. Industrial Info is tracking 80 projects worth more than $120 billion that are tied to the production of semiconductor and related devices in the U.S.
As much of the world emerged from COVID-19 pandemic in 2021, economies rapidly expanded and global energy demand shot up, which led to sharply higher energy prices and big gains in carbon dioxide emissions. Global energy giant BP said in its statistical review of world energy, which was released on June 28th. As it has warned for several years, the path is unsustainable, BP said. The UK's only fertilizer manufacturer, CF Fertilizers UK, is shutting one of its two plants as part of a company-wide restructure. It will permanently close its site in Ince near Chester with the loss of 283 jobs and instead focus all manufacturing at its plant in Billingham, Teesside. And nickel sulfate manufacturer Kimco, a subsidiary of South Korea-based Korea Zinc Company, has established a joint venture with LG Chemical Limited to build a $155 million lithium-ion battery recycling and nickel-cobalt-manganese-aluminum precursor manufacturing factory in Ulsan City. This investment is part of Korea Zinc's business expansion into manufacturing materials for lithium-ion batteries. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck reporting for Industrial Info News.